Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to the Sports Medicine Broadcast. We're talking with Ellis Mayer here today, the Ellis Mayer, the Go For Ellis. And uh, we're at the we're live at the Dragonfly Max Podcast Lounge in Los Angeles, Las Vegas, <laughs> NATA 2019. Like I said, with Ellis, um, you can join us on the conversation at sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash go for that's the number four Ellis update. All right. Ellis, what do we have as an update? We've got a lot of updates. What's going what's on? What's new with go for Ellis? So last time we talked was a year ago. Um, we had about 3,000 athletic trainers on the platform. Uh, we just eclipsed 6,400 today, um, which is awesome. Um, we are open in 27 states now. Um, our goal is to be open in all 50 by the end of the year. Um, we have over 800 event operators, so um, people that post events, so tournament operators, people that run camps, um, athletic trainers themselves have become really an active part of the community on the event operator side, which has been really awesome. Um, so in 2018, we actually found that about 18% of the people that posted were athletic trainers themselves posting for help. So it was um, a lot of them were covering basketball or wrestling at home and they couldn't make it to the ice hockey rink. So they would post their ice hockey seasons like Go For Ellis and um, other athletic trainers would come and help them out. So um, that's been really awesome. Um, we've had some interesting, cool event operators too. I was just telling Jeremy over there, uh, We've become pretty big in the Quidditch realm. Interesting. <laughs> never, Interesting. Never thought it would happen, but we are. Uh, we've had several Quidditch events posted. Um, so we're kind of broadening and expanding into all different areas of where athletic trainers work. So how, how much work and, and what is the important work that's gone into um, getting into these new states? So we've grown from how many a year ago until? We were about 3,000 athletic trainers last right. year. So we've doubled the number. Yep. And then the, you've doubled the number of states Correct. you're into as yep. well? Yeah. Okay. So wh how much work, I mean, obviously there's a lot of work. What are, what are some of the important things that, have, that you've done to, to get into those states? Uh, so first thing is I want to approach the leadership first. So last year I went to every or eight out of ten district conferences. And every conference that I went to, I wrote every single state head. Um, if I didn't make it to, um, if I, we hadn't communicated yet and we were about to open the state, I always reach out and say, Hey, just so you know, I'd love to talk to you, explain what we do, what, who we are, who I am, my background and kind of our goals and mission. Um, so we really try to start with that state leadership, um, aspect of it. And then we go bottom up too. So then who, what are, who are the athletic trainers in the communities that we already know? Um, and how can we work with other people in the community to try and build the go for LS community in each state? So we had talked about last night, yesterday, you and I, we were just talking about, you know, we wanted to get some questions out and, and, and to, to get this a little bit more smooth. Um, I was one of the first people, unbeknownst to both of us, yeah. to <laughs> go into and, and use go for ellis um, Obviously, we've grown tremendously. You've grown tremendously no, since No, it's a way. Then. It's a way. Uh, okay. You're on I'll it. We're all in it together. Yes. Um, but how do we get word out to people who are hosting those events? How do we get word out to uh, different organizations? And, and, and what are some of the goals that you want to accomplish with getting into some of those, uh, those organizations? So it's really amazing because event operators come in all different shapes and forms and they're all different locations. Uh, again, top down, bottom up. Um, been having some really good conversations with NGBs. Um, we actually just partnered with U.S. Lacrosse, which is awesome. They uh, are pretty active and very um, 
very focused on sports safety. Um, Bruce Griffin has a whole sports safety science um, board. Uh, Nina Walker, who is the athletic trainer at UNC for the men's lacrosse team, she's on the board. So we have athletic training presence on the board. Um, lots of physicians. Um, he's got a whole group of people. He's actually, uh, he is partnered with MedStar down in, they're down in the Baltimore area. Um, uh, Andy Lincoln and Lisa Hepburn are do epidemiology for them. So the way they had been doing it um, was if you ran a U.S. lacrosse section event, it was mandatory that you have at least one athletic trainer for every three fields. And it was also mandatory that, you, that those athletic trainers were documenting injuries. So then they would be able to submit the injury forms, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pieces of paper, um, to Lisa and Andy, and they were going through these handwritten paper um, injury reports to try and do these injury epidemiology studies. So um, I've been working with Lisa and Andy and Bruce. Uh, we finalized the partnership about last month, and um, it's been great because we've been able to partner with Players Health, which is another EMR. Um, our athletic trainers, when they're on site, have access to using Players Health free EMR. Um, that data is then all de-identified and sent to MedStar, which has been great because it's a way quicker and cleaner way to do the research than it was before. Um, reading, I can take it from personal experience. I guarantee experience. you probably read one of mine where I put on a Band-Aid. I was so bored one day <laughs> that I wrote a full injury report, injury report on putting hey, on a Band-Aid. Hey, you document everything. Exactly. So why is documenting important for us? <laughs> Liability, come on, CYA, right? Yes. So, um, and it, that's one of the things that I said last year was one of my goals is that I wanted to uh, have an EMR, integrate with an EMR. Uh, if we have all of these athletic trainers out there working already, we're crazy if we don't start recording and doing injury epidemiology, um, advocating for the profession. So um, how many patients we're taking care of and how many medical dollars we're saving the local hospitals by doing you know, using auto anchor rules and other things like that. So um, it's just wild if we don't have that tool as a benefit to our members to be able to know, kind of ha keep track of the injuries that they're seeing, but also keeping track of their value and what they, what all the medical services they render in the per diem setting. And that could have some really amazing impact going forward. And that's only going to come through that, that data that we're collecting, yes, right? Yes, exactly. We ever, we, data is, big data is big yes. <laughs> right yeah. um so if we're not collecting and, and running those numbers for ourselves we're not helping ourselves out so that was one of my goals last year is that i, I wanted access to an emr and we've done it so i'm pretty excited Good. about that one and, and part of that uh the emr and, and um is it on the platform so it is not integrated into the platform yet um so that's another goal hopefully next year we'll be able to have tell you something different um we so you they do you use uh, players health emr so um, we have an onboarding right now since it's through the U.S. lacrosse sanctioned events. Um, all the athletic trainers that work those events get an email prior to, and we do some onboarding saying this is the EMR, log on, um, and then just document every injury you see at the lacrosse tournament. And then Lisa and Andy are able to run all the statistics for us. Yeah, we were just talking with um, Atlas and, and talking about the importance of, yeah. uh, of getting the information out and creating and, and generating data to provide healthcare services for um, for athletes, for students, for uh, young kids, because a lot of them don't have access to care. And a lot of times when we go into these settings like, um, you, you know, rec basketball or, or some of the things that you're picking up through the app, um, where this is the first time that these kids actually are, are experiencing a healthcare professional. Absolutely. Yep. No, that's been something that um, 
has been a big success um, for me personally. When I first started at Next Sports, um, I was my evaluation always started out with, "Hi, I'm LS, the athletic trainer." Question number one was, "What's that?" So I would go into what an athletic trainer is, then do my full evaluation, and then do, show them my recommendations and our plan of care from there. Um, and now it's become in the lacrosse realm. It's been if you come to our tournament, we now parents are coming up to the registration center saying, where are the athletic trainers? Right. They're expected now. They want to be there now. So I think um, us working together um, and every per diem setting just to be a medical professional, advocate for the profession, explain who we are, what we do. Um, Education is a huge part of it. Um, and you don't, you nailed it though. It's, it might not be the, it might be the first time they've ever encountered an athletic trainer. And if what I think one of my favorite experiences I had was a parent, after I took care of their child, looked at me and said, I wish we had one of these at my high school. And I was like, this is great. Yes. <laughs> Go back and tell your school board. Right. And, and that's that's the important thing, too, is, yes, this is a, a thing for PRN. Hey, I would love to have an extra how much, you know, cash in my pocket. But if we're able to do more and more stuff with this, if we're able to document and, and create um, data sets, we're able to show the importance of athletic trainers. So now we're just instead of just making a couple extra bucks. We're now advocating for our profession, which is only going to strengthen our profession, right? Yep. So the more we get out there, the more people we have working those odd jobs, those those Quidditch tournaments, yes. um, <laughs> you know, working in different settings, it, it's going to show the importance of athletic trainers, not only in those things, but also back to the, the, the grassroots, the secondary schools where we have the, I, I think, the most, the biggest impact Absolutely. on public health. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that's, it's funny because if you think about um, exposure numbers and patient populations, the largest athletic population is at the youth sports level. Millions and millions of kids play youth sports. And it's getting bigger. And it's getting bigger every day. Um, and they're the ones that have the least access to healthcare and athletic training services. So um, really increasing. That's where we really started. Um, and that was my passion is in youth sports. Um, but it has become, I mean, lots of colleges are, we, we all need help. There's not enough of us to go around, and it's it's become a platform where athletic trainers can get other athletic trainers to help them, whether it's um, we had Boston University um, posting for their rowing team national championships in California, and it was kind of cool because one of the, the person who ended up working the job, um, his former preceptor was at BU, so they were kind of reunited again okay. there. So it was um, it's becoming, even at the collegiate level, the high school level, we're seeing that we just need help. <laughs> There's not enough of us around and coordinating schedules and efforts through Go for Ellis has been a great thing. We talked about getting the word out yes. to different uh, organizations and, and getting it out to those club sports and getting them out to, um, to, to as many people as possible. Me as an athletic trainer, what's my incentive to get the word out? Yeah. So we actually just started this program called the four works program. Uh, F or sorry, the number four, W-E-R-K-S. It's fourworks.com. Um, and so we it's a referral system. So what we've found is that athletic trainers, we're the ones half the time that are always being asked, hey, John, can you come work my tournament? Um, and sometimes you can do it and sometimes you can't. So we've created this portal for referrals that if you refer someone, it shoots an email directly to our sales team who are awesome. Um, they reach out immediately and demo the platform for them, talk about what we are, talk about athletic trainers. Um, and then, uh, if the event gets posted and it, and the event runs, uh, and it's, uh, and we have an athletic trainer work that event, uh, we will mail you a check for $125. So it's a, our kind of a referral system and it's, 
a lot, some of it have been passive referrals. Like you did one last yeah. week for us. Um, and it's, but a lot of it, we've actually have a couple people who are true hustlers. Yeah. Uh, in the, we've got one woman, uh, Lindsay Blanford in the Philadelphia area. She's a hustler and she is just <laughs> out there advocating all the time and she's amazing. Um, and so there's a couple other people, grad students who have a lot of connections and they've been starting to work on it too. And, um, it's been really successful so far. So it's, it's not just, it's, it's not an app just to make money. We're talking about advocacy. Absolutely, yeah. We're talking about, uh, the profession and growing the profession, and growing, growing the profession. in different. So another cool one is, um, we have been working with a university in, uh, Philadelphia, uh, the risk management Someone who's on the risk management committee for NERSA, the National, I'm going to butcher it, National Intercollegiate Recreational Sports Association, sure. I think. So I think it's all it. the, the governing body for the club sports um, and intramural sports. Uh, she's a part of the rec management part of it. They do not currently have an athletic trainer on staff for club sports. So she's been using Gopher Ellis um, to, for all of her events. And she's even do, doing, so basketball practice, um, rugby matches. But she also has been doing uh, athletic training room hours. Awesome. And so she's able to accrue this massive per diem bill, and then she can go back to her university and say, this is my budget. It would be a lot easier if we had a full-time person here, and then we can start talking about continuity care. And so I think we can grow the profession and create positions where there aren't them by using per diem first. That's awesome. I, I think that's that's huge. And, you know, the, the more we're here, like our goal here is to be advocates and to grow our profession and it sounds like you're doing an amazing job. Um, one of the things I, I wanted to give you credit for and props are is your social media. <laughs> I think you have done an amazing job with doing and, and getting the word out for so, for go for ls on your social media. I think you've done a really, really good job. I have a, our marketing and brand guy is pretty incredible. So it's not just being. you? It's, it's not just me. Oh, okay. oh no way. <laughs> yeah, those are not my brain children. He's pretty amazing. Um, he has done some really amazing big time things and then he came to our youth sports company uh and then he came over to go for else with us he's unbelievably talented um and you're exactly right he's just kills it on social media yeah. and he's hilarious yeah <laughs> it's been a lot of fun i i watched yesterday as you were uh drawing the winners out and that was him with the gold chain he, on. he did an amazing job <laughs> like it was i unfortunately jeremy was talking to me and i snuck back and i was trying to watch it a little bit and i was like dying laughing and i had to i had to took it away because i was trying to actually have a conversation but i was like oh my god this is amazing and, and even the booth you have set up here too is is a lot of fun you've got your rubbing dirt which oh, yeah. i thought was edible um it's not no you didn't no i didn't okay good so we have had people <laughs> ask if it's crushed oreos before yeah. yeah yeah no it is it is actual dirt dirt rubbing yes. dirt for with, sports injuries sports injuries yeah this so there's actual we've just released our uh glitter uh sorry our rubbing dirt head hurt which is vegas branded and it has dirt and glitter so and you can rub it on your temples if you've had have too you seen much anybody walking have you seen anybody walking around in the pit today <laughs> there we have tons of the booth so stop by everybody can come get some rubbing dirt um i'll bring you guys some later and then the other thing you're doing uh this uh convention is you're doing the headshots as well yes, too, we are. for um athletic trainers yeah which has been a lot of fun so it's anybody awesome. anybody do anything fun at all or any, any interesting pictures that you've seen? Uh, there were a couple that we have an Elvis cutout, of course. Why not? We're in Vegas. Um, uh, yet, yet again, Brian's brainchild. Um, so we've done, it's been mo very professional and it's been awesome because a lot of the YPs are coming over and getting some, the new grads are like, I need, I need a good profile picture for my LinkedIn. So um, it's been awesome. But everybody, we've had all kinds of different people. Chris Hall, 
um, from SWATA stop by. We've had some really awesome people come by and get their headshot taken. So um, they're free. Um, it's a, we thought it was a, you know, we could give away a pen or a squeezy ball or whatever, but this is kind of something you can go and use professionally. And as we talk about branding ourselves and using social media to advocate for ourselves, really putting ourselves in the position of a healthcare professional. This was something we thought that was very useful. What's, we meet next year in Atlanta. Yes. What are going to be some of your goals between now and Atlanta? What do you want to accomplish that uh, you can share with us? <laughs> so, um, like you said, we talked about a little bit earlier, just how do we get event operators? One is through athletic trainers. Um, the other one is through NGBs. So I was able to finalize a partnership with the U.S. Lacrosse, which is awesome. I'm in some talks with some other big NGBs. Um, and there's some really progressive ones that have been great. Um, so hopefully I can do some more of that. Um, speaking with some of their medical chief medical officers, um, they've got some really good people in these leadership positions in some of these organizations. Um, and Go For Less allows them to offer their members a resource too. Um, so pushing that down to the lower leagues and the other sanctioned tournaments and things like that, which would be um, huge. I would love to try and get more of the NGBs involved. Um, obviously, I want to open all 50 states. So I've said it on So on you, double, you doubled recorded, last year. So you can out. double again. I know. <laughs> it's easy, right? Just exactly. one and one. So um, that would that's a huge one that I really wanted to do is finish opening up in the country, which I think definitely will happen. Um, the EMR is another one. It's We are in this you know, relationship with players health. I would love to continue that. Um, try and maybe build the EMR directly into our app. So it's easier for our, our users to use. Um, so, I mean, we have a lot of good things and a lot of good, cool ideas coming down the pipeline. So, um, we are, another thing we're working on is we're an NATA partner. So talking with them about, um, renewing partnership, uh, and how we can help the NATA more. Um, and then really the research component right now I'm in data collection phase, but how do we, collect as much data as we need and what researchers can I work with to and what what can we have athletic trainers ask on the sidelines to then give back to researchers I know I've um, spoken with David Bell before at Wisconsin he's a lot of early sports specialization stuff um, and there's he's funny he's got like three questions that he needs to do some pretty amazing work with that so um, I would love to kind of keep talking with people like Rob Huggins and and all the great researchers that we have in our field um, and how can we keep collecting data at this level and, and um, collaborate and, the, too, and yeah. how can we collaborate as all of us together and be able to go down to DC and say, these are the amazing numbers that we have. Um, and this is why we need more athletic training services in the, in the America. So how can people get a hold of you? Oh, email me. And what's your email? Uh, my email is Ellis, E L L I S at go the number four Ellis.com. So, Awesome. And she does keep emails from <laughs> years and years ago. Uh, this morning, Ellis actually sent me an email. Uh, like I said, we, I was one of the first people to sign up Our for Our app was still web-based. Yeah, it wasn't even, it wasn't even an app. And it yeah. was password protected. So you were like first beta phase <laughs> testing. So you're one of our all-stars. Oh, thank you very much. Um, but yes, she does respond to emails. Um, very, uh, very quick return. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to. No, no, I do. I do. I do. Um, so yeah, if you have, I have any a friend that makes fun of me because I, I oh, waited like forty-eight hours one time, and, and I was like, "I'm sorry for the delay." And he goes, "You are working on time warp. This is amazing. Yeah. How quickly you respond." I'm like, "I'm sorry, it's been a day and a half." Right. So, I try to get it back as quickly as possible. For Ellis and John, who's me, 
This is the Sports Medicine Broadcast. Thank you for joining us here, and thank you for giving us an update on Go4LS. We look forward to the next update. Yeah. Thank you very much. See you in Atlanta. All right. Bye. (laughs) Thank you.